0: Jessica,
1: what?
0: I need you to yell every time that you want to talk tonight. Oh,
1: great.
0: No, you gotta say it louder than that.
1: Oh, great.
0: Try but again, Jessica. Do it. it. Do it.
1: It's great, man.
0: Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be here.
1: He wants me to yell the one time I don't want to yell.
0: Well you could get closer to the microphone, that works too.
1: Where is the microphone on this thing?
0: She just needs to be closer to the device and preferably on the same side as the screen.
1: And we have the typical thing in the uh,
0: water bottle in the way? I don't care.
1: No. No, Well I think the microphone's on this side. (laughs) Probably.
0: Oh, now I can hear you a little better. Try one more time. Say hello.
1: <laughs>
0: Go on. Repeat after me. Hello.
1: No. Come on. Bonjour. Bonjour. Buongiorno.
0: Buongiorno. Bonjour. Bienvenue. Un wait. Uh. Uh. M D N. C'est sûr. Nous sommes une famille. Uh. Qui est retinue. Share. Uh. Chic, cemmen pour Don et Dragon. Oh my God!
1: What did you just say?
0: A bunch of really broken French that roughly translates to "Hello and welcome to D and tonight. We are a family that gets together each week to play Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Really, Dungeons
0: and Dragons in English. Don John et Dragon. Uh, the French word f- or uh, dungeon is actually the root for the English word dungeon.
1: Are we transmitting in, into France?
0: <laughs> eh. She said bonjour instead of hello because she was being sassy. Oh. So I decided to be sassy back.
1: We're a sassy family. <laughs> How about sassy bone? Timbukti, timbuktu. What a shoe, what a shoe. so sassy, sassy bone.
0: Tonight is a very special edition of D&D Tonight, because the family is all together without me in Florida, preparing to go to Harry Potter land. So um, unfortunately, I am a big stinky pants and did not fly out for the trip this time. Last time we all went together, we almost died in a Harry Potter related train accident. So I didn't want to repeat it uh, this time. So we changed something up and I stayed home. Hopefully that will bode well for the rest of their trip. But they have taken time out of their vacation to graciously join you, the listener, on this adventure into the Feywild again as Awin, Neem, and Cleftfoot. <laughs> no, nothing? She's not going to respond at all?
1: Face. That was a face.
0: I bet there was, but they'll never see the face. And in fact, I can't see the face either. We're working off of Dad's iPad, so everyone will sound just as unclear as Dad today.
1: My iPad.
0: Oh. Tiffany's iPad.
1: You're much bigger than normal. (laughs) Much bigger, yeah.
0: All right. So, Tiffany is once again returning as Eowyn. Jessica is returning as the uh, sassy Clef. And Dad is once again playing our favorite barbarian, s- not a centaur, satyr. So, does anyone remember what we did last time?
1: Uh, well, he's been trying to say it for like the past 20 minutes. Yeah. We've oh, worked we worked our way to, to... Yes, we got to the house. We got to the houses. We <clears throat> got to the houses. And... uh The houses are hanging in trees. There's ice everywhere and snow. It's terrible weather. We got to Skyfall. I think that's what it's called. The city is... I don't remember. But we need to go up, and they can't go up. Right. They cannot fly up because the wind is so powerful coming down. Yeah. And we have these posts to follow, and we're going to leave and follow the posts. We already followed the posts. So we're here? Yeah, we're here. Where are we going now? We have no idea. She's supposed to know, but she don't know. What about the big fire? Oh, the bonfire. The bonfire that's keeping the ice at bay. Or at least you think it is. We were supposed to climb the glacier in the middle of the lake. Possibly find a hole in the Feywild to get out of here. We're not getting out of here. Well, getting in here to.
0: Well, you live in the Feywild, so I don't know where you would be wanting to go but yeah. Eowyn was sent by the Silver Dragon Argal to go find his missing adventurers who had been stolen away to the Shadowfell. And Eowyn, being a paladin of Bahamut, has the ability to sense the blessings of Bahamut that was placed upon the missing adventurers. Last time, Eowyn started... Uh, mysteriously feeling like a fish out of water and couldn't quite perceive things as well as usual. And when she tried to sense anything around here to get an idea of where to go next, her mind was constantly drawn away to the encroaching ice enclosing around this glacier in the middle of a lake.
1: Dun, dun,
0: dun. I believe. That at the end of last time, you had decided that you were going to head for the glacier.
1: Yes, that's the point. Hopefully. And hopefully at the top of the glacier peak, there will be a... What do you call this? A window. A window. A window into the other dimension? Into the window. Maybe. We don't know what we're doing here. We don't know what's up there, but we can... That's where all the air is falling through the sky, so let's go up and investigate, at least.
0: I wrote the wrong name. It's happened a lot. I shouldn't have picked characters with the same first letter.
1: It's episode 73.
0: Eowyn, the ice is closer to the village now. You are still suffering from that strange out-of-body feeling. It is hard to focus on things around you. It's almost like your attention is being dragged backwards into that cold, jagged ice right behind you. Your eyes wander to it, and it draws in your focus until it is all-consuming. Suddenly, feathers, a wing. Rain is rubbing up against you, trying to get through to you. He's nervous. What do you do?
1: Uh, I'm
0: going to pet him and try to get my mind off of
1: the, the ice. Roll me a Constitution. Twenty. A Finally, for once.
0: <laughs> uh, you reach down and you grab on, or you 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 run your hands through the feathers. Of rain, and touching him seems to bring back your focus into your current situation. And you manage to pull your vision away from the blue and white jagged shards of ice that were consuming your eyes and look down at him. And focusing on him, you manage to smile and you hear a voice Miss Dragonborn. You should come away from there. And Rain starts to tug on your arm.
1: All right, I'll head away from there.
0: All right, you start to make your way with Rain back towards the fire in the middle of the uh, the clearing by the lake's edge. Going back?
1: What? Why are you going back? says going back. I'm going back by the lake. Oh
0: yeah. So the Green arakokra that you met, frozen in the snow. Flutters down from the trees, and he says, You and your friends saved my life, Dragonborn. I won't have you wasting yours. Why did you come here? What was your purpose? Surely you didn't just mean to freeze by the lake's edge. We have
1: been we're on a quest to find adventurers in, who are missing in the shadow now.
0: And what would make you think coming here would somehow get you to the Shadowfell?
1: Um, Told to come here. Literally. That I would be able to sense something different when you were closer. They were near.
0: So someone told you to come to Skyfall? Yes. Well, I
1: was right on the (laughs)
0: moon. I think it was Skyfall, that's why I copied you. I hope you were right, or everyone's gonna be mad at me.
1: I think I was right. I mean that's what I remember.
0: Well, now that you are here, why don't you try going to the lake's edge and see if you can feel anything?
1: Okay. Now that you are safe, I don't have my instrument on. Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad. Are you okay? Muhammad,
0: (laughs) Muhammad. As your attention turns towards the lake's edge, you can see that there's something different about the glacier in the middle of the lake. It's almost as if there is a... Let's say there's a torch. You can see, like, torchlight coming from the glacier. And as you focus in and look for that feeling of Bahamut that you found lacking before, you can sense that flame in the distance. And you can tell that there's actually two of them. There seems to be two independent sources of light that you can see even when you close your eyes. That has to be who you're looking for.
1: You want to know why there's only two? Someone's dead. No, because half of us are depressed. Oh. Someone's not dead. (laughs) No (laughs) one is dead. I'm not dead yet. At least I hope they're not dead. Jeez, that would be terrible. It's a massacre. It's a massacre. Everyone's dead. Okay, so then I will head in that direction.
0: All right, you're already at the lake's edge. Do you step into the lake?
1: I tell my friends that there. Uh, I see uh, two lights, which has to be the missing adventurers. You can see the light? And it <laughs> So, wait, where do I see them? I see them when I close my eyes, but I'm at the edge of the lake.
0: You can f- see these two silver torchlights faintly glowing in the distance, and you can even tell, they're th- tell that they're there when your eyes are closed. It's actually as if the warmth coming from these two torchlights on this glacier, out in the middle of a lake, are warmer than the fire that is right behind you. And Neem and Clef, neither of you can see any torchlight through the snow,
1: because we are smart. <laughs> so we need a boat. No, let's just walk into it. Walk into the. No, water it's frozen. we a frozen glacier. This is a frozen.
0: So when you start looking around. And talking again. The green aracocra says How about it? Did you sense anything?
1: Yes. The adventurers in the other realm. I can sense them at the glacier. How do we get through there? We have to find
0: a portal. So in front of you you can see that there is So to your point, right, this should be frozen lake because it's all cold right here. It's not frozen. There's a constant updraft of water that holds the glacier upon the surface of the water, and the water doesn't freeze. It's actually perpetually cold, and it chills the area. Normally, everything wouldn't be frozen around it. It would just be like a nice temperate climate. But because of what's going on, there's like ice and slush and balls of snow that have caked up in the in the water and it's all pressing up against the shore and there's swirling uh snow in the downdraft that is kind of all around you. Just looking out across the lake at this proposed trip, you don't think it's going to be a particularly easy to get there. So we don't
1: take a boat, we have to walk on the sea. Stuff
0: that we can follow I don't know. Well, it's not like Frozen. You can't really walk out across the frozen lake. It... <laughs> we
1: need
0: you told the green bird that you have to get to the glacier? Yes. He says, normally I'd fly you across there, but uh, I don't think that's, that's really something we can do right now. I don't know any bird in the village that's strong enough to make that trip right now. But um, he looks around for a minute. He's like, "Uh, we do have an option. And he he walks over towards the edge where the ice is currently slowly moving towards the clearing. And there is a rack of canoes that are frozen solid. And he says, hey, big man, give me a hand, would you?
1: (laughs) Bring us the canoe. Okay, let's go. So Neem runs over to help bring the canoe over. Let's break these canoes loose.
0: All right, roll a strength check. 20. Whoa, it's amazing. What
1: is with you guys
0: having 20? That's, that's two in a row. You guys are doing good. I have no idea. Before the green bird can even really get his hands around the canoe to start pulling it free of the ice, and the ice is built up like an inch thick on these canoes, Neem just kind of bounds over. He goes past the edge where the where the the cold suddenly like hits him like a wall. He grabs onto that edges of that canoe and he just rips it right out of the ice and slings it into the clearing. And he grabs another one and he slings that into the clearing. Wow!
1: I have barbaric rage.
0: And the uh, the green bird's like, "Wow, that's awesome!" You want to grab one more? And Neem just goes ahead and grabs the last canoe off the bottom rung and flips it off into the clearing like it's no big deal. And uh, the green bird says, Boy, it should be nice to have you around more often. Those things is heavy. Now, walking back from the, the jagged ice at the edge of the clearing, he, uh, the bird comes back to the boat. She says, We only normally use these for the, uh, the welcoming ceremony when someone new comes down through the skyfall and lands on the glacier. But... I mean, it's kind of our only option right now. It's not normally super easy to row up against the current towards the glacier, and I'm gonna bet that right now it's probably gonna be a bit harder than normal.
1: We must get there. I can't row. Tie a rope to that baby and let her drag us along. <laughs> I can't fly. <laughs> you can't fly either. No! Oh. If no one else can fly, do you think I can fly? No, that's not how that works. I wish it was, though.
0: Don't worry, I planned ahead. That's why I got another canoe. How about it, fish? You want to give me a hand? Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Wonderful. Oi! I guess it's better than waiting to freeze here. And a blue bird walks over and starts pushing one of the canoes towards the edge. Before he gets it into the water, he says, "All right, you and that there dog, get in this here canoe, and I'll row for you guys."
1: A dog, definite dog. What was that a dog?
0: Yeah, the bird dog.
1: Bird dog. <laughs> it's a bird dog. Bird.
0: You no, know, Rain, the bird dog.
1: <laughs> bird. Yes. Bird dog. Mush. Mush. Exactly <laughs> right. I got my three canoes. Let's go.
0: So the uh, the green the green bird says, "Really, you mean I've already died once today, and you're gonna make me carry the big one?" <sighs>
1: huh?
0: All right, come on.
1: He almost died, but he has to carry the big one.
0: Me? Hmm. Yeah, he points it. He points at Neem. He says, "Come on, let's uh, let's get this one into the water." Okay. As the canoe uh gets to the water's edge and starts to cut into the snow. He looks back and sees Awen and the final canoe. Oh, Come on, Key, you're not gonna leave this just to her to row all the way across to the, the glacier on her own, are you?
1: Oh
0: no. Oh, alright I guess I can help too. And this big kind of burly looking red bird steps over grabs the final canoe that Awen's uh, already starting to push towards the water, and it picks up its pace and quickly gets the third canoe to the water's edge. Right before the green bird can hop into the canoe with Neem, a yellow bird runs over and tackles the green bird. Tarako, I'm not going to let you go! I don't want you to die again! I had to say goodbye to you earlier! You can go with us. I have to get you. I have to get them there, Elira. Awen and her friends saved me. There's something going on, and I don't know. Maybe this'll help. And she kind of wipes, wipes her her winged hand across her face. All right, fine. You can go, but just make sure you don't die. Don't capsize or anything. I know it's it's gonna be rough. Dodge all the ice balls and stuff. He says, all right, yeah, no problem. I'll manage to come back once today, didn't
1: I? We're gonna die.
0: <laughs> and the yellow bird, Elyra, stands at the edge of the shore and watches as the three canoes make their way out past the ice and snow that's built up at the edge of the water, and each of you grabs an oar and starts rowing into the middle of the lake.
1: I definitely
0: And just before you guys get out of sight... You hear her shout, Skybird's blessing, as she waves in the distance.
1: How about I love you? I'll be sitting on the What? I'll be sitting on the eggs. <laughs> See you when you get back. <laughs> Just
0: going. We're going to do a minor skill challenge.
1: Uh-oh. Okay. We don't have any skills. Oh. We don't have any skills. All my skills are over.
0: Didn't I fix your skills? Yep. Sorry, turn that up a little
1: bit. She's cold. I've got I'm ask. not cold. We just don't have I just skills. want a blanket. It's 71. Oh, yeah. Turn it up a little bit. It's so cold. It's
0: 71. It's so cold.
1: It's <laughs> not cold in the slightest. I just want it's a blanket. It's a freaking, we've got a dead boy iceberg <laughs> here. We're <laughs> about the iceberg. There's an iceberg <laughs> here.
0: We're freezing with the iceberg. <laughs> and the dead- wind- all right, everybody roll me a d20.
1: <laughs> something, something, d20. Oh, 19. I got an 8 on mine. And she's got an 8 on No, me. no, that's confusion. Let me, it Let me roll it again because it hit the stupid iPad. 15 and a, I've got an 8.
0: Okay, 19 for Awen, 15 for Clef. And 8 for
1: the warrior.
0: Neem the barbarian. All right, now. Don't pay so much attention to not having stats. Just consider that that you have your main stat and we're gonna use that. So everybody gets one shot at this.
1: great, okay. great.
0: hey, when you're first, you're headed out into this lake that is constantly pushing back against you. imagine an infinity pool full of chunks of ice uh, that and little little like glaciers and then these balls of snow that have built up. In the water, so that it, it's kind of hard to move through. It's like, it's like rowing through soup. And an infinity pool filled with soup. We're
1: trying to avoid the.
0: And you're trying to get to the middle. So what are you going to do? Are you just going to go for it using your strength alone? Are you going to try and pick the best path out through the kind of icy snowball soup? Or are you going to shout encouragement to your friends? I don't know what your stats are super good at, so
1: you need the strength. Let me go Am food? I athletics? No, you're not allowed to go first.
0: Roll to power your way through, cutting a path for the canoes behind you. Eighteen. Woohoo! Nice. This the
1: deal here. Seventeen. <laughs> we're just our way 16...
0: <laughs> hey, if you work your way down, you're still doing just fine for at least another eight rolls.
1: Exactly. If you roll, we're gonna be good. So we're going to use the athletics and strength to, like, shake the boat back and forth. And I'm going to say that the the waves that the boat makes are going to push the stuff out of the way. That's possible. That's
0: sure. good. Perfect. I like it. That's a great description of how you use your strength to help aid your friends in breaking through this hardest layer of ice that's adjacent to the shore. And you cut a path for the two canoes following behind you. Clef, it is your turn. You can hear the wind howling in your face, and there is a long path ahead of you. What do you do to aid your friends? I know you only have a tiny body, but you are a... A loot player? <laughs> I can
1: play something another.
0: You can inspire your friends. You can, like, maybe play something that guards them against the cold or gives them more endurance temporarily. What would you like to do? I don't
1: know. <laughs> you can't normally go.
0: Maybe, maybe you just want to calm down uh, Rain. Maybe Rain feels weird not flying and stuck in a boat that's only as narrow as he is.
1: Yeah, let's show with the bird. You bird? Flipped in a bird? Is... What? You flipped him a bird? <laughs> Roll a dice! Eleven. Wonderful, that's great. Do you have...
0: Okay, it's 11, but you're adding to it, what is your, uh, I think it's plus 3, plus 2 for your bard stat.
1: 16, man.
0: That's pretty good.
1: Indeed.
0: So, what do you do with your 16?
1: I literally just start petting the bird and just like, shh, it's okay, bird.
0: You start singing a song called, shh, it's okay, bird. Exactly, <laughs> I believe in you. We're gonna make it through together. (laughs) Pretty good.
1: (laughs) What, you think I wrote songs for this? Nah. Pretty
0: good. And Clef's voice soothes across the waves and everyone knows that together, you're gonna make it. Alright, Neem, it's up to you. There's about half the distance still left to the glacier in the middle of the lake.
1: I'm going to sneeze oh God, <laughs> and blow the ice cubes away from the sides of the boat. Huh?
0: Using your amazing sneeze stat. <laughs> I
1: have a giant axe in case they get too close, but right now <laughs> I'm just going to sneeze several times and blow those ice cubes away in the opposite direction. We can't really say a whole lot about this, Jessica. We did spit on stuff.
0: And tr- <laughs> is is this a uh, a magic ability or just pure strength?
1: I am a barbarian raged warrior. He uses his barbarian rage to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna use his constitution. Have you heard that my too Have yes. you heard my sneeze? Yes, I was we just out running the dog and I sneezed and some lady on the fifth floor hollered down. Bless you. I don't even know who she is. Powerful. If he and God sneezing at the same time, I'll be blown out a window.
0: (laughs) All right, roll me me a d20 for your sneeze attack.
1: Oh, Lord, I forgot about that one. 14 plus
0: 1. 15. 15's, 15's pretty good. I am going to say that... I don't even I don't even know how I'm gonna work this. <laughs> Neem, you sneeze. You sneeze an almighty sneeze. And as you approach this uh this glacier, it is obscured in the snow and it's hard to tell where you're going. But the sneeze bounces off the side of the glacier and guides the rest of you in to the edge of the ice where your canoes run aground, and you can unload.
1: We okay, we made it across. We made it to the island.
0: You have made it across to the... Glacier Island. <laughs> to the glacier at the center of the Glacial Glade.
1: The poor guys that brought us over, they're stuck here. Unless they go back. Yeah, they gotta stay with us, I guess. Are we taking all these people with us now? Are we taking these birds with us?
0: The uh, The green bird steps out on the... Uh, on the edge of the ice with you, and says, You all run ahead. We don't have any way to tether these. Normally, it's just to grab somebody and go back. So, we'll wait here as long as we can.
1: Oh, wow. Great. All right, then. Let's go. We're going to climb this uh, iceberg mountain. Am I getting out of hand? No. Let's climb the iceberg mountain. See if there's anything at the top and the dark sky above this glacier where the wind is coming from. I'm thinking, Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad. I wrote Muhammad right there. Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad. <laughs> and these two eyes that you see? Two dots, yeah. Two sparkles?
0: Ewen, you can feel now essentially radiant heat, and you can see the glowing shapes of two humanoid forms Hmm. buried in the ice, not necessarily up, but towards the center of this glacier. And you can see that they're moving around inside as if there is some way to get into a cavity inside the glacier. And the three of you start climbing. Start climbing. I'm climbing.
1: How about that? We're looking for a way in, people.
0: Uh, roll me a perception check now that you are no longer uh, affected by the strange out-of-body feeling. 20. Oh, my God.
1: What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's time for Vegas. Oh. It's time for Vegas.
0: You take four steps... Up the side of this glacier, like you're grabbing in and 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 fighting your way up the side of this snow snow-covered glacier in the center of this lake, and as you do, the color fades out from the snow,
1: oh. Oh.
0: and in front of you, it isn't snow anymore. You see uh-huh. a sandy-colored stone. And as you look up the side of the glacier, you see different leveled terraces that slowly ascend to the top of it.
1: Remember? Yep, yep, yep. Wonderful. right, I'm gonna tell my friends. That makes more sense.
0: What do you tell your friends?
1: There is an entrance here to the other realm. Cool. Am I trying to go in? I don't know. Who's going to go in? Bring them I
0: am so confused. Is it Norway? You see you see the temple, but you also still see the snow. As you look around, it's kind of like things are existing here in the same place but at different times or maybe they're at the same time but different places. Mm-hmm. But you can clearly see that there are statues where mounds of ice are on the glacier, and where there are slick, smooth spots on the ice, there are stairs. The same kind
1: of sparkle you're seeing over here. (laughs) I don't know what we're looking at. See the little sparkle up here on the house right here? temple. See the little sparkle? Oh, yeah. And then today she sees this. Isn't that ironic? We're leaving the host out of the loop here.
0: I get the rough idea of what you're pointing at.
1: And then today we're seeing
0: this. More sparkles.
1: From a distance. From a distance. called a distance.
0: What are you guys going to do?
1: So, I guess we're going to go in.
0: You're going to keep climbing up? Let's You've only stepped, like, four up. steps away.
1: I guess so. Alright, I'll keep, I'll keep going up then. Oh god, what if we're supposed to remember? Yes, that's what I'm worried about. Somebody remember. Which which <laughs> direction? Where is this is. Mark it in your mind.
0: Okay. You start making your way up the glacier. It's hard going, and it's kind of more difficult but also kind of easier for you Awen, because you can see essentially through the blanket of snow down to the hard ice beneath so you can very easily get footholds where the others kind of have to struggle to see but at the same time because you can't see the snow it also or well You can see the snow, but less clearly, since you're seeing multiple things at the same time, you can kind of be surprised by a sudden lump of snow that really didn't stand out to you because it's Mm semi-translucent. You make your way up to the top of the glacier. It takes you about 20 minutes of hard trekking and fighting your way up to the top. And when you get there, you're surprised by how flat the area is just before the summit. Hmm. And once Clef, Neem, and Rain claw their way up to the top with you, suddenly that feeling that you have from the warmth of the two figures that you can see inside the ice... Yes is replaced by a blistering cold. And the snow disappears for Clef and Neem. And they too now see a temple. They see a building in front of them. And there is black, almost like lightning darting across the surface of it. And the... Entry into that temple appears blocked by crisscrossed lightning bolts of darkness. I you
1: get rid of dark lightning bolts. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, but we're at the top
0: now. Mm-hmm. So for you as players, not as your characters, this appears the same as the temple top that Ghost Slinger, Asharis, and Merlin saw, where when they stepped inside. They saw the message, or well, the illusion of Zabuza run down through the hole into the temple. So there's, like, statues of... Alligators. Alligators and, like, plants that you've never seen before. There's big pillars holding up the the temple top, and the temple top is partly caved in.
1: That's now. This is then.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very cool.
1: <laughs> it is cool. So Pretty darn we go cool. any further? Huh? We worked our way up this glacier here. Mm-hmm. And there's the steps to the side. And now we got to go mm-hmm. past the alligators and the strange um, <laughs> statues to get to this temple. Okay, but we can walk right into the temple? It looks Definitely. like it. Definitely. It looks like we can walk right in. Alright, He didn't sense. say that there were black lightning bolts of evilness <laughs> blocking the entrance. That is something he did not say. <laughs> we have to do the Muhammad dance. Muhammad <laughs> banishes everything. Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad. Muhammad, Muhammad. We know something. Muhammad.
0: Go on. you fight back against the feeling of cold that overcame you as your friends stepped up onto the top of this temple by channeling your power of Bahamut. Mm -hmm. Do you have a (laughs) symbol of Bahamut? Something personal to you, maybe? Perhaps it's part of your armor, like uh, a shield or a, a necklace that is
1: I don't know what the holy symbol is. But she has the holy symbol. symbol.
0: Yes, that's what I'm talking about. But what would your holy symbol be, Awen? Where would it be?
1: Something on your on your chest of armor that you're wearing. Yes. Or are you? my holy symbol will be a hippogriff. But
0: it's yeah. Well, you're you are a paladin of, of Bahamut. I imagine it would be a dragon. Yeah, but
1: with a symbol.
0: Maybe it's a dragon and a hippogriff. With an effigy
1: symbol. He asked. So, <laughs> where... Not like he's asking, But <laughs> well, obviously I you know, I didn't understand he we was asking. So, what would it be? Like where would it be? In my pocket. <laughs> it's in your pocket, but what is it? It's on the chainmail armor.
0: It's on the chainmail. Jessica's always one step ahead of me.
1: (laughs) And I shall take it out of my pocket. Necklace. (laughs) Make up your mind. What is it? (laughs) What do you mean, what is it? What is it? I don't understand what you're saying. I told you what it was. (laughs) And he said no <laughs> <laughs> Item yeah. Item What? What kind of item is it? Is that oh, you know, what you want? What kind of item or where is it on one of your items? Well, I gave you three options. You? <laughs> Take one! <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. I think <laughs> the- <laughs>
0: I think Tiffany is broken. <laughs> and I think Jessica knows what the heck I was after. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to improvise. Awen <sighs> pulls out a holy symbol of Bahamut, <laughs> Which, I'm gonna say, is like a... A uh, necklace charm that she keeps in the pocket of her armor in like a little pouch behind one of the the metal flaps she pulls out this 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 symbol on a chain and she holds it up And she channels the power of Bahamut through it, and it glows with a brilliant radiance. And the dark lightning that was dancing across the surface of the ground in front of you clears a path part way towards the temple. And you start walking with Eowyn through this dark lightning until you get about halfway there. And when you get halfway there with the symbol glowing in front of you, the dark energy starts to coalesce and form and make a shape in the entryway to the building in front of you. And in front of you, you see a blacked-out figure who is holding reverse daggers in each hand.
1: What's reverse daggers?
0: (laughs) Well, not like stabby-stabby daggers, more like slashy-slashy daggers. Okay. (laughs) And they appear to be wearing... Eastern-style armor.
1: Wonderful.
0: And when they m- open their mouth, you can hear a faint crackling before a bolt of energy launches out towards you.
1: I'll great. I'm trying to stop us. Yeah, duh. There's my axe.
0: And we'll find out what happens next time
1: as soon as I my know. dice.
0: On DD Tonight as we're going to take a moment to look over some new character art that I had made for the family, and you can check that out at (laughs) dndtonight.com.